Hello and welcome to another episode of Amon Sheeran's Pirate Radio. On today, we have our second ever LI Kick guest, Alex Suvanish, aka known and loved by all by the nickname Suva. So Suva, thank you very much for doing this. Um, we're happy to have you on. How are you doing, Amon? Nice. Thanks for having me on this podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just want to say the reason I uh, wanted to do this is because I heard the episode that you did with Sal. Uh, was it last November you did this? Yeah, it was a while back. Well, it was last year during draft. Oh, so it's been a year. Probably. So it's been a year, and now we're starting draft again next week. So yeah. um, you make your annual thing, and I'll yeah. like, uh, play every I year. I gotta have at least someone on, at least one every year. That, that's okay. an easy goal. So I'm glad it's you for the second one. Obviously, we have to start with Sal, the creator. But um, if anyone knows of course, of course. just as much or even more somehow than Sal about LI Kick and Kickball, it's definitely Suba. So um, how did you get started with LI Kick? How did you find the league and what made you want to join? Uh, well, that's interesting. I was at a uh, 4th of July barbecue back in summer of 2013. Um, Law Place in Freeport, um, the Nautical Miles in the backyard, right by the waters. Beautiful. And then one of my coworkers, um, this guy from India, his name was Jude, he asked me if the sport called kickball. I was like, yeah, I'm explaining what the sport was. And then he turned to me and said, would you want to join a co-ed kickball league? So, of course, you know, I laughed. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go in and crush it. And, <laughs> you know, obviously, you kind of forget what happened. happening. So long story short, um, quick thing is that I had retired from flag football for a couple of years. You know, I was getting out of shape. Like I need something to do. Most of my friends, you know, were kind of, you know how it is. You know, you get out of college, people get married, just go to separate ways. Uh, two younger girls I'm close with, but they're not close. So initially, I joined because I would compete. Right. And then all the things happened once I joined. Um, so you, you could relate to this. Right. Um, so the first season, the team I was on, we won like one game during the season. But in, in hindsight, some of those games we lost like the last inning so the league was a lot smaller back then so people just go back and listen to sal's podcast right. this episode so what how old were you when you joined and what oh year man was uh the, now you would the uh rest of white elephant in the room um i was 38 when i joined okay and you know most people join in the 20s. early to mid 20s right um so at the time i was not the oldest guy in the league that's good yeah we'll come around to that soon <laughs> Um, but this is 2013. Okay. And so, when was LA founded around the same time? It was founded spring of 2013. I didn't know about it. Right. If I, if I did, I would have signed up. So that's how I, I found out. Was through somebody talking about it. And I got a quick lesson on it's. It sounds easy to play kickball. It's an adult, but you're going to run into some athletes there. Because don't forget, right. this is not like you're in fifth grade just kicking the ball around. You, know, you have guys who might have, I think. Played went, soccer. Right. Athletic right. backgrounds. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you and Sad and you guys do track. Yeah, we both did track. You ran for Geneseo. I ran for uh, a few different schools, but. Um, right. And I'm coming into things like, yeah, I'm going to outrun these guys. Um, no. But it, it's a different thing. I think it's a good mix of everything. Like the rules are like baseball, softball, um, like a mix. But it comes down to like, if you have an athletic background, you have a chance to succeed, but it's a whole new different skill set that I think people find out really quickly that you're not going to jump in and play third base kick dingers. It's a, a skill set you have to develop over time through experience. Did you play kickball growing up? Did I they... played in elementary school, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Right. <laughs> so prior to LI Kick, the last game I played was fifth grade, right. Long Beach Middle School. Um, but, you know, I don't know if Sal touched on this, the, the game has changed itself and right. within the league. 
So the first two years in the league, you were not allowed to bunt. So there was this imaginary line you had to kick past it. Like past the pitcher's mound? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, unless you were, I guess, uh, so the catcher position was not important, right. which is ironic to say it today, right? Because it's like one of the most important positions. Absolutely, now. right, yeah. right. So back in just a lot of pop-ups. Um, there was only like 16 teams, but so it was just one night. Mm-hmm. Actually, a correction. What it was is you signed for one league. You played Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So you have 16 teams on one league, and now you're exploding. Yeah. Um, so since 2013, how has the game changed, and what have you noticed about uh, how the, how has the league improved over that time? Oh, um, well, so when I first started, you would just – they were not what we call a super team. Right. Um, basically, there was this, there was this pink team. They'll go the first undefeated team in the league. They came in. It was actually six ladies who all could kick. Like they, they're probably all professional soccer players. Right. Um, I believe one of them still is playing in the league. Might be actually Joe Keith's wife. She was okay. Yeah, I, yeah. She was actually a Jen. She was actually okay. on that team. I remember her. Um, and it was six dudes, but they crushed everybody. They, they were like the Patriots, except they actually won the championship. <laughs> right. I believe Sal might have, he might have disbanded because they were so good. And then right. the rest of us were kind of. I guess think of the B um, teams we have now. Mm-hmm. That, that was, that the, was level. Like the level. Right. I, to me, it was more social. It was fun. Um, I don't remember. So, I, unfortunately, the mistake I made, and I'll tell this to all new players, is that don't just do the kickball stuff. I missed the social aspect for the first few seasons. I didn't start coming out till later. Right. So, go to the bar after the kickball game. Right. And, and look, then you get you the full experience. Yeah. If you don't drink, you don't have to go to the bar. There's other things. The gala, um, there's events. I just bar crawls. Yes, right, right. Uh, people have house parties. Look who, right. look who we are right now. Hosted by Alexis Saruli. Thank yes. you, Alexa, for hosting right. us. Right. And, um, and we met her in the league. Yeah, exactly. So it all comes back together. But, um, yeah, like the kickball competitive part is only half of the fun. You know, got to go out to the bar. Even if you don't drink, just hang out, play the bar game, get counted for bar points. Um, and you'll meet people from other teams that way too, which is um, just so much more than just the game itself. So um, one thing I noticed and I've always liked about you and other, a lot of other people in the league is um, people play competitively. Have you always been a competitive person? I, uh, I was arrested in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's definitely a sport where you kind of, if you want to be good, you can't just have fun. You, right. you, you know, this, so there's two aspects to it. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of mental toughness. Right? I definitely wanted to be the best wrestler in the county. Um, so that's just, you know, I'm not competitive as much now because things have changed because, you know, you, when you win in wrestling, you, you're playing for yourself. Right. Kickball is more a team sport. Mm-hmm. Um, also in a social league. Uh, but however, I like kick does offer different levels of competition. So, mm-hmm. you know, some people might be watching. It's like, well, you know, I don't, you know, this guy sounds competitive. I don't want to join the league and get my ass kicked. This, trust me, this different levels is you could this you social could, division competitive division, absolutely a b c d bracket right 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 and each league is different too you, you mm-hmm. go to huntington you're gonna have fun you go to long you have fun glen cove's a little cutthroat but we do have quite a social um mm-hmm. you know division yeah in there. so um you said you were a high school wrestler definitely relate to like the individual sports having the cutthroat nature of being like being out for yourself and if you want to be the best you got to train like the best 
Um, what weight did you wrestle at? And talk about some of your accolades of your high school wrestling career. Yes, so I started in the seventh grade. Uh, quick story on how I signed up for the wrestling mm-hmm. team. Uh, I was a big wrestling fan in the 80s. So, you know, Hogan, Andre was when it was WWF. Right, the Federation. Yeah, the Federation. Um, so my uh, the Z teacher, Mr. Sedley, just grabbed me. It's like, Alex, you joined a wrestling team. You were allowed to do that back then. Now yeah. you do that, you know, you probably get in trouble. Yeah. So my first practice, I showed up. I was so pumped. I walked in and I said to myself, where's the freaking ring? Why <laughs> I was like, okay, the mats. I see, you know, I watch pro wrestling. They have mats around the ring. She's like, oh, okay, maybe during the actual match. So I got a quick lesson. It's not what I thought it was going to be. That's funny. Um, yeah. But also quick thing. I was actually, you know, a little bit on the, um, I wasn't, before joining wrestling, I was not athletic. Um, I still don't see myself athletic right now. I just never feel. I just I just work work hard to get better. Right. Um, I was actually also on a kind of the uh, the chubby side, so I got picked on a lot. So, mm. but one is doing wrestling. I knew to take care of myself. People saw backing off. Fight back. Yeah. I actually dropped a lot of weight um, wrestling. So I wrestled in in seventh and eighth grade at 119 pounds. Okay. My my uh, JV uh, freshman year, I wrestled 119. So okay. I stayed the same way seven and ninth, but again, yeah. if I was a big kid, started with, you know, sucking weight. Um, so I would say my first accomplishment would be in ninth grade, I won the um, my first wrestling tournament, nice. even though it's a JV level. Mm-hmm. Get to beat out, you know, there was sixteen guys in the bracket, beat them out. Um, and then in the novice tournament, so back then, you know, right now Nassau County Section Eight, they have A and B champs. Right. We didn't have it back then, so I was wrestling guys from Massapequa, Long Beach, Wontaw, name it. Right, all across the Right. So what the novice tournament was, if you have not wrestled more than, if you have less than three varsity wins, you're allowed to compete in a novice tournament as long as you were not um, a senior in high school. Okay. So it was open here from eighth grade to 11th. And I took second. The guy yes. lost was, was from Mass people. I'd be really upset about it. I'm going to quit after that match because I basically the season I was 17 and one and I just kind of, I got cocky. I said, no one could beat me. So when a kid beat me pretty good, nine to one. So long story short, that dude did go on to win the counties a couple of years later. Um, but the, the lesson is that I went to quit. Um, my coach, Coach Maddox's credit, took me aside and said, you had a great season. You can't quit now. It's like, no one's perfect. Give me a whole um, life story on that. You know who Dan Gable is? Was a wrestler that yeah, I know Chad Gable, but Dan Gable is his dad, right? Uh, I don't know if it's his dad. Yeah, but up some name. But Dan Gable was—he was a, was a wrestler beast. Yeah, in the seventies. He basically he went through the Olympics. He—he he was the god of of amateur wrestling. Mm-hmm. He made a Japanese wrestler quit on the mat, which is unheard really? of in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. So Dan Gable, I think, lost one match in um, in college, and this is before amateur wrestling was big. And he, you know, so he gave me that story on how like even Dan Gable lost the match, uh, and. Quick story on my past accomplishment. I guess my biggest accomplishment in wrestling in high school was my junior year. I went on a uh, 18 match winning streak on a wow. varsity level um, into the county. Again, got a little too cocky. So, <laughs> and the reason I bring this cocky stuff is because I got I've been humbled so many times in kickball. Just right. when just when you think you're great, it's kind There's of like another life. plateau, another level. Yeah, yeah. I know people like it's just kickball. I like take it too seriously, but for me, it's um it's how you approach it. Right. You know, it's uh. It's not about winning. It's about meeting people and bettering yourself because life is tough. So it's yeah. nice to do something fun. Um, yeah, so that that was good to uh, have that yeah. in my belt junior. But there was that gap before I found out like, hey, I just really, I did 
pickup softball game. I did flag football, but allocates are unique in that gives that social aspect that you don't get from the other sports. Yeah. As Sal talks about, there's always that gap between college. We have all your college friends. You come home, not really sure what to do. And then for you, it was a, a longer gap because Alec wasn't around. But then eventually Correct. you found it. And um, was yeah. it like a relief to have something reliable every week? I'll be honest. I didn't appreciate the league in the beginning mm -hmm. because um, I had other things going on. Uh, you know, just one of the podcasts. So things right. were pretty good the first few years. So I thought in hindsight, but I have to say the last 10 years of my life was the one constant that was there. Right. And it's not just the sports stuff, it's just the people in it. Uh, start with Sal, obviously. Right. Um, I now definitely have, in the last three years, people in my life who I could say, well, whether they go their separate way or not will be a part of my life for a long time. Right. My captain on KOD, you know, Liz. Liz um, Boylan. Right. Yeah. like the little sister that I had. I had two younger girls growing up. Um, you know, a bunch of the guys. I mean, just I, we just met, and I feel right. like you Recently, know, yeah, 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 like over the summer, but right, South, yeah, South Fan, like they know me from back then to now. Mm -hmm. So, life gone on. Um, that's what I love about the league, yeah, me too. It's like you with Ally Kick, I feel like you meet someone, and then by the next week, you're like best friends already, like it goes quick, like you get to know yeah. people, right, and then like just through Ally Kick, you're already kind of. Because you spend the game, if you're on someone's team, you spend the bar, and then you get to know people really quickly, which is nice. Well, the only disclaimer I'll put with that is, um, you you know, Rachel models another one. Actually, I met Rachel long before Liz, so we've been friends. So I've yeah. been friends with Rachel, your captain. Right, I'm captain of Rumbos. She's what you saying? Great. So oh, when, wow. I, when I heard she was still dating, now her husband Terrence at the time. Right. So the reason I know those two ladies will always be part of my life is because to this day, I still remember the first conversation I had with them. And also, I'm still with, you know, actually, matter of fact, we're going to be playing together as teammates, the three of us, this Saturday. Coming yes, out. and Alexa. Yes, yes. <laughs> who, uh, and we're borrowing Alexa's applied yes. right now to do the podcast. Um, yeah. But well, quickly with this, you've yeah. been lucky to join a squad where you have a captain who knows a lot of people. So, you know, people complained to me that they went on a team and nobody goes out or nobody gets along. But that's what I think in life, you know, just you got to find your niche. So I like it gets a pretty big place. Listen, it's a whole section of Suffolk County. I don't know about. Right. I've been out. There. You know where you play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know Nassau County. So, but that's how big the league's gotten. Right. Yeah, and I also want to shout out Rachel. Um, she was the first. She was the captain of the first team I joined, and right away, um, she was just a great captain, and she made me feel welcome and um, gave me a chance to play, gave me a chance to try different positions, try different uh, different spots in the lineup. And it's been it's been great so far. So I have to shout out her because I can see if I didn't have such a great captain, I might yeah. not have been as willing to come back. But so I in a it. comment, uh, somebody wrote on my IG. I'm not gonna mention his name, but he's fun. He went to Vegas with us. He said everyone's trying to smash. Don't lie. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but Sal has said that. <laughs> Did he LA bring that up? <laughs> no, no. Sal has said that LA Kick has created more successful couples than The Bachelor. That's a great point. I'm, so, I'm not going to push that only because uh, I, you know, it, yeah, I just worry about myself. Right. Um, <laughs> that's funny though. Yeah. Um, so where are we going with? Yeah. This? So great captains are yes. important to a great team. Yes. Um, and uh, speaking of you and Rachel, you guys were named Mr. and Mrs. Kickball <laughs> at the gala one year. Miss Kickball. 
Don't want to give well, away. separate. Yeah, well, no, separate. no, but you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, when, Miss, yeah. Mr. Just and Miss. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Yes, I actually was going to bring that up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and she owned it. She, and she held the title, yeah. you know. So you two guys, like, I could tell pretty quickly that you both love the sport, yeah. both passionate about it, both go hard and try to win, but also know how to have fun. So what was that uh, honor like for you? Um, you, you know, it's thought as a joke right. <laughs> when he gave the award. Uh, and, you know, she took it to heart and did a great job. And, you know, actually, until recently, Rachel and I were actually, our teams were rivals on right. the field. I actually had a team on Thursday, which is go at it. It would be the two of us fighting for the B bracket. And, uh, you know, I had, when COVID happened, I just, the team ended. Mm-hmm. And also some off field stuff. Right. But happily, I'm now. Her teammate on one of her teams yeah uh yeah but um you know since that is a great job hyping it up i do take that title to heart and i you know i try not to uh make a mockery out of it and right. people's like yeah it's no big deal right but, um, it's really about bringing people together it's, it's a community it's not just winning championships mm-hmm. um that's your goal it's great but i could tell you i think you take away all my i thought winning a championship really make me happy and after you want a few, you're kind of just chasing that. Event. And again, this is team sports, so you could just jump on a super team and easily, win. right? Yeah. Or you jump on a team where you make a difference and help people. Out. Yeah, I think the the real win is helping people learn the sport, helping people, bringing people together, rather yes. than you know being the Kevin Durant in the Splash Brothers <laughs> and just creating super teams and winning yeah. that way. So, I, you know, but there's I, more to get out yeah. of it than just chasing titles. It's funny you said now it's your You know, I would have loved to see uh, Durant not jump ship and then right. battle. Win with Russ rather than right. Steph and not uh, Clay. Well, it's like imagine Jordan say, I can't take this. Let me just go play with Detroit. Right. Right? Didn't happen. Yeah. Right, right. I, I like that one. I think the same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sports background. So uh, along with Mr. Kickball, um, a huge accolade and accomplishment is coming up for you this weekend, uh, being the 500th game you played. Yeah, yeah. Or will uh, play. I'm, I'm two away. I'm two away. So, what does that milestone mean to you? Um, I didn't think I'd last this long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I approached 300, it, the reason that came about was because, oh, uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. The, so, the spring fling was the first tournament when I decided to come back for full season. So spring of 2021, I want to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. I play on sales, free agent team. So 300 was a big deal. And from that point I said, well, you know, you play 300 slow pitch game. What else can you do? Right. So he started this fast pitch um, recruiting. I heard about fast pitch. He always brought teams together, just threw people together. But that season he actually had, he was signed. We did practice scheduled sessions. I signed up for fast pitch intending not to play. Okay. I sat for patch to say, you know what, I want to improve my game, live on sports, and also hang out on, on the weekends because, you know, people, we didn't know we were wearing masks, we go out, let me do fast pitch. And I have to tell you, I was hooked off the bat. It was like being back in high school wrestling, but it's different levels. It's not just for people competitive, there's people that sign up and just, they like just the travel aspect, the social aspect. Mm-hmm. So, um, speaking of fast pitch, and congratulations on your 500th game. Thank um, you. What was the first place you went to for a travel tournament? Uh, so the first one was the trip to Washington, D.C. for me. Okay. Um, no, LIK have done all the ones before that. They've been to, just to name a few, up in Connecticut. They've been down to Jacksonville. They 
been in Atlantic City. I wish I went to that one, but I wasn't ready at the time. So the DC trip was nice. We had rented out uh, an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. I believe it was 15 of us. Oh. It didn't cost that much. One trip. Uh, we felt like a bunch, we were JV squad playing a bunch of Boston players. Um, basically, when you play outside of a like kick, it's all, this slow pitch is not a thing outside of this league. Right. Every uh, every league out there, they call balls and strike. It's fast pitch. Interesting. So no, you can take a lot of best athletes in a like kick and still struggle just because you don't have the reps. Right. Because you know it's different between practice and, and playing. game reps. Yes. Okay. So what's that learning curve like from slow pitch to fast pitch? I think other than practice, you just have to play the games. Right, experience. Right, right. It's like I, I could show you how to catch a ball, how to kick, but until you play an actual game, the pace of the game is one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, strategy then gets really, um, you know, tough. It's it's repetition and talking to the players. It's like, you know, Phil made that comment. Actually, he came from Virginia, moved to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So picking his brain, he would give me advice and I listened to him because, you know, he, he's done this a lot longer than I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Hansen was a good one to talk to. Meg and his wife, they've been doing this a long time. Obviously, Sal, uh, Deanna, Pitcher. Because they've been it just you gotta talk to people with experience and talk to people who want to teach you, right? Um, and those are a few I could name off the top of my head. Yeah, that's something that um you, Rachel, a few other people, um, do a great job of is um just like teaching and bringing new people in, and that's how you learn, and which is great. Even in slow pitch, you know, people come in not knowing what they're doing, and it's great that you guys bring people in. And not only try to win, not only try to have fun, but make sure everyone feels welcome. So thank you for doing that. I'll post you a quick question. Have yeah. you come across someone who's new and just said, I'm going to crush it. And then yeah. within two games, they realize it's not as easy as it was. Yeah. Even when I started, I showed up like in my running shoes. I was like, oh, elementary school kickball was my sport. I'm going to do yeah. runs. And then I probably, you know, had a lemon drop three straight fouls and quickly realize like you have to wear cleats yeah you have to learn the game and um, yes. yes so even i was a victim of being too cocky and then uh finding out it's not as easy as it looks it's humbling it's humbling yeah humbling. Just, just like in life yeah yeah it's a humbling experience <laughs> but speaking of that um i just wanted to say quickly uh you paid me a really nice compliment the other day you said you have all the tools to become a good player and that meant a lot coming from you with all that experience so um, really appreciate that. It really uh, gave me a boost that day. So, Thank well, you. the biggest reason I say that is there's there's a lot of guys who are athletics. There's a lot mm-hmm. of guys who come in and say you'll be great. Um, what I like that I you've never once came out and say I'm the best player in the league. You you show it because I I based on what I see how you play on the field and how you interact with people. Because you could have all. So here's the thing: you could be the most athletic guy in the league. But can you – Rumbles, let's be honest, it's not an 18. No. In fact, you didn't jump. It's a 14. Yeah. Right. And yet anyone who's going on a team and win, again, like I said, I, you know, I'll hit up – I'm Carlos. I'm assuming <laughs> – well, yeah. I have a love-hate relationship with Carlos. I love the guy off the field. I just – I just uh, that's when I was He's like – He's a pest. But, but I, I can't argue with his resume. He does win. So I jump on Carlos and get a championship. Boom. But then – at the end of the day, I said, oh, well, did I do anything to make that team better right. and help? And more importantly, did I make any friends? So am I playing with nine people I really can't stand? And right. I'm not saying that's what his team is. I'm just saying I've seen that. I've, I've literally seen two guys. Oh, like, I know yeah. for a fact he's everybody like, oh, we're going to win a championship. I'm like, well, 
what, is it worth it? If this, if this is the NFL or Major League Baseball, or even like WWE, it, it makes sense, right? Right. One social league. You know, South said one of the best thing. He said an indoor. I think he had said this that during this season, during most of the eleven months here, he played for Alec Hickton. So he won't no, he plays for fun. For fun, for Alec. And then in training track, right? Place to draft, place to win. And then he told me privately that in um, indoor kickball, he plays with his friends, family, and you know, kickball family. So mm-hmm. the fact that he recruited me is great. Um, right. So that's that's more important to me to, to make connections. Yeah, to make connections and then people. Yeah. I, don't get me wrong. When we play draft, draft and tournaments, yeah. Trust me, the draft league. I'm I'm playing away. Yeah. Don't don't <laughs> I don't really want to talk about that. How much time we have? For... Yeah. No, we got plenty of time. Oh, okay. Keep bringing a run. Yeah. You want to talk about the draft? Uh, yeah. Before we get to the draft, I yeah. want to yes. think. Um, tell me if you agree with this. I think the mm-hmm. five tools are um, hit for power. Be able to bunt, so be a dual threat at bat. Okay. Uh, speed on the base pass, ability yes. to catch, field, and throw. And then I would say like kickball IQ, like situational awareness. Yeah. So the, his thing with speed, you really want to be fast going from if you're gonna bunt or you kick someone as an on, you gotta be fast from home plate to first Perfect. base. Now when we talk about speed on base pass, it's really um, knowing how to run. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of guys super fast and they run in running situations, I should say. I think I they forget to tag up, right? Or they tag when they're not supposed to. Um, now, when you talk about home run, let's qualify. Are you talking about just line drives? So, when I say hit for power, like yeah. being able to hit, um, like past the outfielders. Okay, okay. So this is my 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 answer to that would be I don't disagree with you. It's actually good to that, but I have had we have guys that come in and they crush it. They kick like ten or twenty home runs. Like- but then what happens? People just put out. twenty guys out there, right? Play yeah, really deep. Yeah. yeah. So now instead of a home run, you get a base hit. So right. I, I probably think it might be a little more important to be able to hit the oh, line drive gosh. really fast. Or oh, there's a lot of there's a few ladies only I could name off the top of my head, like Kim from um, um, Lemon Drops. No, uh, yes, yes, right. She she could place the ball anywhere. Right. Aaron Sloan's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, no offense, Aaron, I love you, but she doesn't necessarily have the quickest speed. But she she could place the ball down the line, and that's right. no, no, that's that's not easy to do. No, spot no, no, Aaron, no, she's gonna she's gonna curse me out later. But um, no, we're friends. I, but she's known. I've known her, right. and we, you know, we so we never play as teammates, right. but we're friends. Um, yeah, so I, I think being able to place the ball, that's not easy to do. Uh, did you do soccer growing up? No, um, okay. I've never did. So I, I actually learned a kick in this league. Yeah, yeah, I don't know really how I learned to kick, but um, I played like soccer until I was like five, like everyone else. But um, yeah, I don't know. But but I think like the sixth tool would be um spotting it, like you want to yeah. hit behind the runner when they're right. first down to right field, and then being able to get a sack fly. Okay, also important. So that's so what I would throw in. So it's interesting you said all that, but here's the thing with me, and I, I kind of matches the cats me out of the back. So my approach is actually I'm pretty defensive minded when it mm-hmm. comes to kickball. Because if you think about it, you only need, in theory, I know it's not realistic. You need only need one run to win. So right. if you frustrate the other team, so if you play right. solid defense, and that's I think if you, you know, Keith Hernandez actually said this. His dad said to him, Keith, you got to be solid on defense because then the coach can't take you out of the lineup. Right. So, no um, matter how bad you hit. Right. I, I, you know, the, there was a rookie team that they came to league this season. I mean, you, you know them. And they asked me to play, no, help them out playing Huntington and then help them out the chip. I'm like, well, you guys are recruiting me to get runs. 
you got the wrong guy. But if you want me to teach you how to like frustrate you and play defense, then I'll, I could help you out. Because mm-hmm. I'm not there to kick home runs. Or, no. You know, yeah. I use my speed to get on base sometimes. But this, you could defend against me. Just move people in. But I'm my thing is more defense. Yeah, you could frustrate others and give a base hit. Not a big deal. Base slow, but you still no doubles. Yeah, right. And the way all league is set up, you know, the general is you have two guys back to back and few girls would kick home runs. Right. Um, yeah, I think that's a really good point. And also, like, defensive strategy, like, moving the rover back for guys, maybe moving them up for girls. Good point. Good knowing point. where yeah. to shift. I think that's, like you said, could be more important than just a guy who's going to, you know, rear back and try to kick home runs every time. Well, quick thing with that, not not to get too into it, because people mm-hmm. might not know, but, for example, you know, on Tuesday, you have the luxury of, does they have the luxury of having – one of the best catch in the league ever, Rachel. Yes, Rachel. So absolutely. you could play back. You might yes. not necessarily need that rover to come in as much, whereas an old team might have to bring in that rover and have less in the outfield. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so for someone new coming into the league, uh, maybe they just joined. They wanna they wanna play well. They wanna have fun. Other than going to the bar and the social aspect, what kickball advice would you give to them? Oh, wow. Uh, well, first and foremost, if you do not go to the gym regularly and you haven't done any activities, you better stretch. <laughs> yeah. I'm not joking. Like, look, the day off. I'm not talking about two minutes before the game. You better stretch that morning. Uh, you know, do some walking because before you get to kicking, you don't get injured. I have, I have had people, I'm talking in their 20s, I'm, you know, they'll play one game and they're out for the week and next game they pull something that out for a couple And I'm looking, I was like, yeah. Like you're half my age, <laughs> yeah. but I, I stretch every morning. I was right. like, you know, um, stay hydrated. So before we get to that whole thing with how to play the game, you really got to set yourself up. Yeah, you got to protect yourself. Uh, you got to stretch a lot. Um, don't get injured. Don't do anything crazy. Like you know, if you've never slide before. It's, yeah. it's not worth it. It's not. You're not. None of us getting paid to do this right. <laughs> as much as I do compete to win. Sometimes. Except the umpires. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes when it's someone don't get paid enough, <laughs> crap they got to put up with. Yeah, yeah, no, especially during draft, like people do get angry and they'll, they'll get in oh, the face. I started umpiring this past weekend. Oh, how was that fun. for you? Yeah, it was fun. I expected it to be worse, but yeah. um, definitely like not something you can take lightly. You got to like hustle out for the calls, you know, be on top of everything just so you protect yourself from the. Um, people who will yell at you. So you got to at least say I was there. I was in the right position to make the call rather than just standing behind my plate and kind of taking it back to you. I like to at least defend myself and say, you know what? I may have missed the call, but I was in the right position and did everything right to make the call. So. And you know you can't overtime your call. Yeah. Because it's open season. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. There's, al- there's always that one or two who complains every game now. Yeah. Unless well, it goes their way. You know, it's right. just, you can't make everyone happen. No, you can't please everyone. But yeah. I keep saying – um, people have heard this already, but if, if both teams hate you, you probably did something right. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I, I, I go with that too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited for your 500th game. Hopefully you can take home the win, the social vision, the turkey bowl. I'm excited for draft. Uh, you're a captain this season in Huntington? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. just a quick backtrack. I only ran for captain one other time. Mm-hmm. Um, again, got humbled that time. I was like, oh, I'm going to definitely get votes. I've been in the league at the time six, seven years uh, by two votes. <laughs> a new guy that came in. So I joke with Sal, I'm going to one day do a recap 
of what I call flavor of the year, flavor of the season of the month. So <laughs> like guys or gals who came in, they're like the hot thing of right. the season. New hot thing. And yeah. they're gone a couple of years later. They burned bridges with him. And I kind of lost to one of the seasons of like really ate at me. Mm-hmm. And I probably should just let it go at the time. But I held out. It took me three years to run for captain again. Um, I don't know what I should say on a podcast, but it's going to be my only time running for captain. <laughs> That's okay. The draft was fun. It was great. Super stressful. Right. Um, so the thing is, you know, when you're drafting, you really have to draft to win because people are signing up to win. Right. Um, and you, can't, can't, you, can't, you can't get all your friends. Correct. Yeah. And it's a lot of strategy. I, I did a lot. I did my homework. I did, it was it was fun, but it was stressful. Um, ironically, I did take one of my closest friends in the league, first of all. And not to brag, but I did have the most votes across the board. But it was collusion, according to some people. I know, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Huntington Draft League, who are you going up against? And uh, who's on your team that you're excited to play with? Um, my first of all, we, Joe, we call him number one now. So, yeah. um, I call him Kyle the Legend of and he's, uh, he was the first pick overall. And I went three lays in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Huntington, as you know, is pretty limited in number of people. women who they could play. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think a couple of my guys. Friend, I'm looking at David's team. So David's actually a friend that just we just met. Denim Dave. Denim Dave. I I call it King David. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that'll be good. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, I'm playing in uh, Glencoe Draft on Carlos's team. We got a solid team. So Glencoe is tough. It's yeah, uh, cutthroat as you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Aaron is a captain. Aaron Sloan. He's Joe a great captain. Q, He's good too. Carlos mm. and um Is it Dion? Dion, yeah, Dion's the fourth. Oh wow, that's, so that's that's be... wow. You just you might have named like forty um people who could be like really yeah up there. On a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a tough one. Wow, that's yeah. a tough week. So I'm, I'm excited. excited. I'm I have to come watch the uh, playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> put money in the game. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Spreads. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So we got to get um. The sports book out there to handicap a uh, kick games. So oh god, kick. you know how many games be fixed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dion, we got the dropping ball. Yes, How Paul it. You know? <laughs> That's funny. All right, um, man. So when did you join the league? So I joined. Oof. Uh, my kick anniversary was in September, so oh, that was one year. Congrats. So that's my second year. Okay. So yeah. And I feel like your life. I uh, yeah. I mean, a year, I yeah. committed. Like I jumped head first once I okay. after the first season I'd done um, volleyball, pickleball, indoor mm-hmm. soccer. So, but number one for me is far and away is kickball. Yeah, and I'll keep I, coming back. I think it's the most social, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Well, actually, we're gonna be playing in the mini vol- the uh, recreational indoor volleyball together. Yes. A one night tournament. It'll be fun. Yes, that'll yeah. definitely be fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot to look There's so much to do. Just if you haven't joined already, just give it a shot. There's something out there for everyone in LA Kick, um, whether it be soccer, volleyball, pickleball, dodgeball, volleyball. And then even if and none of that for you, which I doubt, you'll definitely make some lifelong friends quickly with um, like all the events and the gala and the bar crawl. They also have uh, cornhole. Cornhole, yeah. Bowling. Yeah. Bowling. And they yeah. have one-day tournaments too. Yeah. Um, dodgeball yeah dodgeball <laughs> we did say yeah i think we said that but there's tournaments for everything um fun all around and you really the best part is you get to meet friends and make friends quickly um all right man thank you for doing this i have a couple more questions and then i'll let you go yes a uh, big one and i'm interested to hear the answer from you oh, i boy. asked all my guests Here is, we go. if you could have dinner with any celebrity or athlete who would it be and why wow so 
you know, the athlete list pretty long. This mm-hmm. is something I would do. I wish I, I wish I could do a celebrity and an athlete. You can. Okay. I can. Okay. Yeah. So let me start with the. Uh, I'll go with the easy one first. Celebrity is just uh, Bilba. I'll okay. Give, I'll give my explanation. Nice. Um, in general, life is tough. Mm-hmm. So when I watch his stand-up, I don't take him seriously. His, right. And he's not. He's not. He's not far right, far left. He's moderate. And he this disclaimer is like, don't listen to me for life advice. I'm just here to entertain you. Right. I have enough stress outside of whatever I'm doing. So right. good escape. He's a great. I, the guy's funny and even the stuff he said I don't agree with but I still laugh at it because right. he he has a way of looking at both sides of the fence mm-hmm. so it's almost kind of like either empathy or lack of empathy <laughs> we're gonna call it I also could relate to him more because he's older than me but just the way he was raised and he's you know he does a lot of self-reflection he knows he's a mess he's doing better at it um that's why I like him he's I, I think he's funny some people hate them. They want to censor them, which I don't agree with that. There's a lot of people I don't like. I just like don't censor them. Just, just let them have their opinion. Right. Just don't follow them. Right. So, so that's an easy one with the celebrity. Uh, athletes. Wow. So many lists. Dead or alive? Or just... Yeah, dead or alive. Yeah. Oh, man, I could go with anyone. You know, I'm just going to, just because we've been talking about so much. Uh, I'm, let me go with John Cena. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so many obvious reasons. Great guy. Yeah. Good influence. Um, I could have named any number of all that. Yeah, I had a feeling you'd go with the wrestling. But... You did? Yeah. <laughs> I almost like Michael Jordan, to be honest. Even yeah. though I'm a Knicks fan. People I, have said Jordan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the only other guy might have been, oh, man, Muhammad Ali. Okay, that's a great one too. Like civil rights leader. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, right, and also it's just more than just an athlete. Yes, that was the other reason. But that was tough. But I just wanted to see it just because we were on the wrestling topic right. anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I've said a bunch of people like competitive people like Michael Kobe, mm. um, people like that. Yeah. But um, tonight, I feel I want to say whoever invented kickball. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to hear the story behind that. You know, I don't know. It's it might have been like one. a mix of different things. Like obviously yeah. we know Nate Smith basketball, yeah, Abner Double Day baseball, but I want to hear the story behind how kick- kickball was invented and if there's I'm sure it was meant to be just for kids. Yeah, because you look, look the way this. Yeah, it's all like little kids that play. But I think it was brought around in the 80s. I was looking at a Wikipedia art. Oh, Wikipedia article. Yeah. So well, you know, up, up in Canada they refer to it as. Um, soccer baseball okay yeah kinda, that makes, makes sense, sense yeah right so if you think about it, i was like yeah uh I, wow like you know yeah who did invent kickball yeah how come i never thought and you know i'm a big history buff i actually never thought about that you when, when, when you first asked me the question i was actually gonna say no i would i want to the guy the commission of l i kick but i see him all the time yeah. <laughs> all right once again thanks everyone for tuning in on suba's live everyone listen to the podcast everyone watched on youtube we appreciate it congratulations down on your 500 game it's a huge thank accomplishment you. and i'm looking forward to uh playing and competing against you in the future thank you for having me it's been a pleasure all right thanks everyone